Welcome to Ono, Ross, and Carrie, the show where we don't just report on fringe science, spirituality, and claims of the paranormal, but we take part ourselves. Yep, when they make the claims, we show up so you don't have to. I'm Carrie Poppy. And I'm Ross Blotcher. And we have found another way to imbibe coffee. Yeah. So, in the past, we've <laughs> drunk it. Yeah. We've added oil to it. Yeah, we've had a supplement that's kind of a nootropic uh-huh. enhancement to keep out the jitters, but we also had the bulletproof version, which assiduously removed all the mold toxins, so yes. we also don't get jittery. But have you ever thought about this? Okay. What if you took coffee? And you know how you usually pour it in your mouth? Yeah. What if instead you put it up your butt? <laughs> I mean, it'll work. The The butt can absorb minerals. Yeah, and caffeine. And liquid, yeah, yeah. Yep. So, okay. So. <laughs> you could avoid all the, the savory enjoyments of drinking coffee. Yes. Maybe if you really hate the flavor of coffee. Like you. I mean. Oh, this is, yeah, you might be the best <laughs> experimental subject for this particular device. I, mean, I might be. I'll just say up front. I don't dislike coffee that much. <laughs> the, the flavor. That I'm like, I can't have this in my mouth. How else can I get it in my body? Uh, but yeah, that's right. We're talking about coffee enemas. That means taking coffee, cold, hot, whatever, pumping it into your asshole, holding it in your colon. Mm-hmm. Is it even your colon at that point? Your rectum? Yeah, your, your colon, depending yeah. on how how much you put in there and how far up that tube goes. Yeah, it's yeah, going to hit I your guess colon. The, yeah, yeah, you're right. Rectum's kind of the last part of your colon, I believe. Yeah, the, the rectum is just about six inches long. So, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. we're talking about colon. And then pooping everything out of you because, you know, you've got coffee up there. You got to go on with your day. Yeah. And then enjoying the benefits, <laughs> which include not just having imbibed coffee through yeah. your ass, but also detoxifying all those extra toxins. So we've known this is coming, I think, longer than we've been working on any of these other coffee <laughs> things that we've tried. Oh, yeah. Because, I mean, we all know about coffee enemas. Sure. They go way back. In fact, I'm sorry. Do we all know about coffee enemas? Maybe we don't. We all know about enemas. That's true. And they go way back. In fact, I was just recently reading the book Quackery by mm-hmm. Lydia Kang and uh, Nate Pedersen. It, it's kind of like Sawbones, but in book form, mm-hmm. though there is a Sawbones book. <laughs> sure, sure. <laughs> but, you know, it's like sort of a quick tour through medical quackery. Sure. And uh, there was a whole chapter on enemas and clysters. Clysters? This, I don't know that word. This is a word I d- kind of a cool w- word. was not familiar with. Yeah, C-L-Y-S-T-E-R. And that was just a kind of an ancient term for an enema. Oh, okay. So, as far as I a can coffee tell, clyster. a synonym. Yeah, that's right. A coffee clyster. I like that's that. a little more alliterative. Yeah. We should tell the seller of this particular coffee enema to call it a coffee clyster. So, shall I give you a few just fun historical things about enemas? Sure. Okay. Well, first of all, there is an 800 pound bronze enema bulb statue in. Enema bulb. Okay. I'm going to say this wrong. Zhelesnovotsk. Russia. Okay. It's this town where they have like retreats where you can go. And apparently ah. like very common treatment there is the enema. Okay. So this bronze enema bulb 
is held up by three cherub angels. What's an enema bulb? Well, we're going to talk about this device that we've used. Yeah. But essentially, it's just a very direct, like, here is a rubber bulb that oh, has yeah, okay. like a liquid hot in it. water bottle. And it's got a pointy end with a hole. And it just, you know, squeeze, oh, wow. squeezes up into your butt. Yeah, I'm showing Carrie this uh, bronze statue. Wow. It's quite pretty. Yeah, it looks like a petal. So there you go. If anybody wants to see that, just do a search for 800-pound enema bulb. A lot of people standing around that statue, too. They're like, it's Wednesday. Yeah. Everybody in town go and hang out by the enema bulb statue. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. and they <laughs> took a lot of photos. I guess they were maybe uh, unveiling this or something. They said, all the pretty young nurses, <laughs> please step up to the enema bulb. When was this planted there? Like, what a timeless photo i'm like is that 1992 or 1971 no later than 2008 well oh, okay so enemas are truly an ancient remedy yeah. Like, we have records mm. of them back into Egyptian times. Yeah, that makes sense to me. Sometimes you can't poop. Right. So one kind of obvious use for this as a remedy is constipation. Yeah, totally. So let's get some liquid up there. Help makes things, perfect sense. Help things move around. Or you're about to have some sort of medical procedure where they need to go up through the butt. You want mm -hmm. there to be a clear pathway. That seems like a common reason. Yeah, just common sense. Let's get all this stuff out of the way. Mm -hmm. Totally. Yeah. But it's a system that's built to get stuff out of the way mm -hmm. and usually doesn't need my intervention unless it's one of those two situations. Apparently, there are ancient Egyptian records even mentioning a guardian of the anus. Whoa. <laughs> so, uh, the, this was a focus of medicine a long ways back. Apparently, King Louis the Fourteenth was said to have had 2,000 enemas in his lifetime. Oh, wow. Yeah. How long did he live? Oh, good question. 2,000 enemas. I guess if you did it every day, we're just talking about a few he years. He lived 76 years. Okay. Pretty good. Hey, all right. Louis. Of course, he was a king, so yeah, probably he, got the, the best. best treatment in, yeah, in all senses. Best care, yeah. The word enema comes from a Greek word meaning to throw or send in. Okay, makes sense. Yeah, figure yep. that one out. Uh, Mozart's father is known to have said that the arse cures the head. Okay, Mozart's father, okay. Hitler. Mm -hmm. Heard of him. Enemud with chamomile tea. Oh, wow, okay. Boy, he he had the time? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's well advertised that he had bowel issues oh, okay. his whole life and um, was quite irritable as a result. <laughs> Yeah, okay, yeah, that, that had massive effects, okay. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how much we can blame that. I, I'm going to blame the coffee enema for like, not fixing that It said situation. that he had, like, really bad farts, and so... Oh, well, relatable. Trying to clean out the, the system. This wasn't from the book, but I also remember hearing from Penn and Teller's bullshit that Gandhi was really into enemas. Oh, okay. And so I looked a little bit more of this up, and he had a bunch of young female disciples mm. that would, among other things, like they would debate to see who got to sleep naked with him at night to oh, yeah huh. to help him you know fight off his lusts <laughs> so oh, he'd have wow. a challenge but also okay he every day would like one of the first things he'd greet them with in the morning was how are your bowels sister you know like have oh. you had have you had a good bowel movement lately and he would apply to them daily water enemas and then they would give him massages and give him enemas Oh, so, wow. Big deal for Gandhi, the okay. enema. Okay. Yeah, that, that puts Gandhi in a different light. Yeah. I'll deal with that later. 
Sure. You know, everyone's complicated. Yeah, no, it's true. And leading up to this discussion, the coffee enema was initially proposed as part of Max Gerson's yes. Gerson therapy. Clap, clap, clap. We've heard of Max before. Yeah, on our Tijuana Cancer Clinic tour yes, episode. In November 2000, 2016. Oh, wow. Okay. Well, I remember because Trump had just been <sighs> elected, hadn't been put into office yet, but I just remember crossing the border and just feeling like apologizing to every <laughs> oh, yeah. person I saw and just being like, hi, I'm American. Here's my driver's license. I didn't vote for him, just so you know. <laughs> yeah. We don't expect you to pay for the wall. Yeah. <laughs> don't worry. We, we don't aren't. want the wall. <laughs> <laughs> we aren't going to pay for the wall. They yeah. didn't. <laughs> yep. So a lot can be said about Gerson therapy. You know, it also involves like juice fasting mm. and plant diet and stuff like that. But a big component is regular uh, coffee enema. And Max Gerson developed all of this in the 1930s, and the idea was that it was supposed to treat cancer, yes, uh, but also things like tuberculosis, diabetes. So he was kind of the originator of the coffee enema, and so it's been around for nearly a century. Okay, that's really interesting. As far as I can tell, I'm sure other people have put coffee up their butts. Sure, sure. Because, you know, people put things up their butts. It's just, it's a thing that happens. Yeah, yeah, it's interesting. It feels like one of those, like, I, I have to act somehow on the situation. Mm -hmm. It's not satisfying to not do anything. As a person with an elderly dog, I am experiencing that a lot lately where it's like, well, your body's failing you. I, I have to do something for you. Mm -hmm. um, oh, like Drew and I will yes. actually say to each other stuff like, we get to spend $300 on Ella today. Like, Aww. because it just feels good to do something. Yeah. And like the vet has asked us to buy this thing. Oh, whew, well, at least today we do something with this feeling. It makes so much sense. And if you or I got time traveled back to you know, the 1800s or before and had these kind of ailments yeah. and had forgotten our, you know, modern cures for them. Yeah. If you're feeling this pain or someone you love is feeling that pain, you're just going to look at everything around you. Like, what can we, mm -hmm. th there's some barley. Let's, uh, <laughs> let's mash it and boil it and put it, I don't know, in their butt. Like, yeah. let's see what happens. The butt didn't work. Let's put it in their mouth. I don't know. Yeah. Let's try anything to see if something works. Oh, they got better. What was that thing we did last? Mm -hmm. That's the thing that works. And sometimes that'll be accurate. You know, this mm -hmm. is how we figured out that aspirin was was worth synthesizing. Right. And People sometimes it's coincidence. Stuff off a tree. Yep. That's yep. why we need science, which is wonderful. But, <laughs> but what if? But what if? Instead, <laughs> you just put it up your butt anyway. See if you personally subjectively feel a little better and you say that's science. So we had a more we had a more proximate inspiration for our investigation. Yeah. And that is a good friend of yours and mine. Yeah. Natalie. Natalie. Natalie Palomides, co-host of the very famous, very successful mm -hmm. weekly podcast, yeah. Hidden Mickeys. <laughs> it comes out every week. And if you don't see that, that's your problem. That's on you. We knew that she was regularly taking a coffee enema. Yeah. So Natalie is one of my best friends. Mm -hmm. And we are, are very different in how we approach approach this sort of thing. Well, we're both <laughs> taking coffee enemas, so we share that. Yeah. But Natalie tends to take those things and then say, I feel better and that's all I needed to know. Yeah. And so she was saying that, that she was feeling better. Mm -hmm. She was willing to give us a demonstration. Yes. Of how she does the coffee enema. Yeah. Which is really putting yourself out there. 
And yeah. Natalie, among the many people I know, is one of the foremost putting themselves out there people. Absolutely. I mean, if you've seen <laughs> Nate on Netflix, you've seen her tits. Yeah. <laughs> she puts it all out there on she Netflix. She puts it all out there. Yeah, she yeah, she just has no compunction about the human form, which I respect. She's just like, we all have a butt. You want to come see me put something up mine? Yeah. All right. Yeah. That's useful to you? Fine. So we went over to her apartment and she showed us. And this was... Mere months before the pandemic started. Yeah. So, so that's the other thing. This has been going on a really long time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's a timeline here. And a lot of this has to do with my reluctance to, <laughs> to use the coffee enema. This device that I'm looking at right now has been sitting in my living room in a black bag for a long time. Really surprised that my wife didn't ask about it sooner. Uh, and... Uh, yeah, yeah, let's tell the history of this. So yeah, we went to visit Natalie in November of 2019. Yes. This was one week before we went to visit Ama, the hugging saint. Oh my God, it was that long That's ago. That's how long ago it was. Well, I can't throw you entirely under the bus, but I also can't give too much detail here. But there was also, there's another Extenuating that this, circumstances. That this got length. And we have not been using the coffee enemas this whole time. <laughs> or I haven't just been waiting for Ross and putting, putting this up my bed every week like a soldier. That, okay, that's true. I don't get all of the blame. Yeah, but but yes, I did mine right after we talked to Natalie. So it's been a while. I'm going to be relying on you to hear how this improved your life. But fortunately, it is a very memorable experience, mm-hmm. the actual putting it up your butt and using the device. So I remembered that quite clearly. Yeah, so Natalie had a way of preparing this that, that we used as well, where she would take a pot of water and she had a half gallon container. Okay. So we'll talk a little bit in a moment about this device and buying this device. But she had, there were, there are three sizes to it. She had the medium size. You can get a full gallon, half gallon, or a quart. Okay. And ours is the smallest? Yes. Ours okay. is the smallest, which is fine by me. Uh, just the amount of liquid that it holds. For all of you people who live in sensible countries that don't use measurements like quart oh, right. and gallon, just picture a quart as being almost a liter. Yeah, a liter is almost a quart. Quart is 0.946353 liters. So picture exactly that. Okay, so yeah, that's right. Yeah, calibrate that in your head. <laughs> so yeah, just roughly a liter of uh, liquid. Anyway, so hers was, you know, roughly double that size. And Wild. This is a lot to get in your colon. And so she had her stainless steel cookware. And this was very important that all along the way, everything that touches this substance be neutral material as something that's not going to leach off plastics or what have Mm -hmm. you into your liquid that's going into your colon. So she would put in water and inside the water, she'd put in coffee grounds. Mm -hmm. Uh, Or actually, she said sometimes she wouldn't even grind it. She'd just put the beans. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. And then stir it around. Let it get boiling. Mm -hmm. But she had also added sauerkraut to the mix. Oh, my God. I forgot about that. Sure. And like a a mineral mixture. Like there was a local health food store and she'd gotten some additional things that she would then add to the water and mix up. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, Carrie was saying, okay, so 
the sauerkraut is that getting get stuck in your colon but then we realize she puts it through a of course stainless steel strainer okay and yeah. a funnel you know to like take out all of the macro materials yeah 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 so you're just getting presumably those probiotics i think was probably the aim there right and then after boiling it of course you're gonna let it simmer for a while with the heat off and then you gotta let it cool down yeah because, right because you're not gonna put hot water up your butt yeah let's uh, we probably can't say this enough in this episode. Do not put scalding hot Water anything in, in your butt. Your butt, yeah. Should we be can't say it enough. Should be self evident, but the things people show up in ERs for oh, often yeah. involve the butt. So. Oh, do they? Yeah, you you hear lots of stories about like, oh, this guy got this little Statue of Liberty in his butt. How did that happen? Oh, well, you see, I I was wandering around naked and I fell down. Sure, sure, sure. sure. Hey, put as many statues up your butt as you want, but you might find yourself needing help getting it out. Right. But hot water, yeah, don't do it. And then once it's cooled down, so be thinking about all of this just as a process. Yeah. Think of making your little Keurig off-brand coffee (laughs) versus stewing the liquid to a boil, letting it cool down for an hour. Yeah, you know, actually, it's perfect that we're recording this in October because it's got a very witch cauldron kind of vibe. Oh, "Oh, I'm going to put in the coffee, but not the normal amount and not not ground up the usual way. And then I'm going to simmer and then it has to sit and then I have to strain it and then (laughs) put it in and it goes up my butt. Which makes me wish I'd added a little eye of newt to mine. Which is, oh, you didn't know that I added that. Yeah. We've mentioned on previous episodes, it's apparently just mustard seed. Oh, I forgot about that. Oh, they, Jesus should have said you only need faith as small as the eye of Newt. That'd be better. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, so then this is the, the real vulnerable part. After you've strained this liquid, you've yeah. got it in your device. Uh, maybe this is the time for us to describe this device. Yeah. Well, first of all, its name. Oh, yeah. Okay. It's the Implant-O-Rama. Uh-huh. Okay. The Implant-O-Rama. Episode over. That is <laughs> so, as good a name as there could possibly be for this someone's, device. Someone's having a little bit of fun. Yeah. Let's not take this too seriously because mm-hmm. there's a lot of things you could have called it that would have sounded more clinical. This is yeah. the Implant-O-Rama. And that someone is a guy named Norman who lives in the valley. And is the one who inspired Natalie to buy this device yes. that he sells. Yep. Yeah, so you can find- Quite a character. You can find the Implantorama website. You can find a very funny coffee enema song, uh-huh. as well as a very funny uh, review of the Implantorama, which was apparently promoted by Goop, uh-huh. Gwyneth Paltrow's alternative medicine and various other products uh, business. And the song, he has said, is the perfect listening for while you're doing the enema. So I played it. Oh, you did? While I did my enema. Okay. At least once, yeah. Coffee enemas. A coffee enema. You stick it where the sun don't shine. Then you dance to the left.
I yeah. played the same thing that Natalie did. We'll talk about that. In okay. Just a yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but also, there's a clip from uh, Stephen Colbert reviewing this device. He shows a picture of the exact one that we used. So if you can find that Stephen Colbert review of the Implantorama, you'll be looking at the jug with like a non-slip green cover. It's a it's a big glass bottle essentially mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but not as big as you can get because you can also get the half gallon size and that one's got red that's what natalie had and then you've got the gallon size that's got a blue netting around it mike can you imagine a gallon a gallon i can imagine it but barely i can't imagine a gallon it, oh my god you'd be stretching your colon out i i that's where i start to be like oh are you gonna hurt yourself or or you're doing it multiple times throughout the day yeah and planning on that so that could be another reason smaller amounts but in waves but all uh, right it's not just this glass jar there's a black cap on top and coming out of that are two tubes one is extending into the jar and it's got extra tube length so it's going to be hugging the bottom make sure you get every uh, lovely ounce of coffee out of Mm -hmm. this thing and so then that one's going to then uh, terminate in your butt Mm -hmm. this is silicone tubing they're very insistent on you know like this is the best quality silicone we'll make sure there's no bad toxins that come out of it and get into your colon so yeah that tube extends out and then there's an attachment where you can put various final tubes there's like Mm -hmm. a little final tube attachment and you can choose how long you want that to be that's the one that actually goes in your butt they gave us two one was a bit shorter and one was really long yeah so i used the really long one i got it as far up as i could i it's so long. It's probably like, oh, yours is quite short. Yeah. So oh, I, wow. I, You're I showing me the, yours. It's probably what, like eight inches? Yeah. And I, I put that. Mine was like three feet. I put it all the way up, but yeah, it yeah. wasn't going, jeez Louise. Mine was like, if you if you need to, for some reason, do this in another room from your coffee out of my ears the way. It was so long. Let's see. We've got our internet cable. We've got <laughs> yeah, our, exactly. our Yeah, it was absurd. Honey, which one's this too? I'm pulling on it. I'm pulling on it. That's somebody, oh, I, that's the coffee I didn't even. The other one's the VCR. I didn't even really think about that. I just looked at like these two tube attachment options. I was like, well, that's silly. Like, I just kind of like went, oh, here's the sh- That's what I need. Yeah, no, like, that makes perfect sense. It didn't I, even occur to me to put that other thing up my butt. I think I I thought I threw away the one I put up my butt, but maybe not. Maybe I gave it to you. Who knows? It's in there? Okay. Oh, there we go. There she blows. Oh, it's shorter than I remembered. I had made it three feet in my head, but now you're showing me and it's well, it's still a good two feet. There's, it's an extension cord. There's two of them about that length. Yeah. But yeah. yeah, it's long. It's yeah, crazy long. And then there's a really helpful little device here, a little stopper that you can squeeze, a plastic attachment. Don't don't worry, the plastic won't be touching the coffee. Yeah. If you start to see air bubbles coming down the line, you you hit this little ratchet. Yeah. And then that you get this little uh, stopper that squeezes the tube so you're not going to get a bunch of air bubbles up your butt, which yeah. you also don't want. Right. I mean, in part because it's going to take up some of the space that you want coffee to be in. Yeah. And it's just going to come out as, you know, uh, essentially oh, manufactured farts. Excellence. Yeah. And uh, then, okay, so we've talked about one tube coming out the top. And then the other one is for moderating air pressure. And it terminates in a bulb. That mm-hmm. has a little exit valve, so you can squeeze, 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 squeeze. This is what you're using to manually push the water up your butt. Get that or the, coffee in the coffee the up anus. your butt. So traditionally, one of the methods was to have whatever was holding the liquid high up above your body so that mm. gravity would push it down. Oh, yeah. And in this case, uh, this device is giving you this handy little pump, and that's pushing it. 
up your butt. Which also gives you some power and control if you're finding the process uncomfortable. You could do it a little mm-hmm. little more gradually and the, as you lay on your floor writhing. And then, uh, as you might imagine, the final extension part that's actually in your bottom has four little slits at the top that are just, you know, spraying the liquid out in the hose. Four different directions. Exactly. It's a hose. Yeah. Uh, but it's up your butt. All right. So uh, we saw Natalie do this. Yes. And I have so much respect for Natalie now, A, for just letting us watch. I, uh-huh. I saw her nether regions and I was, sure. you know, I've drawn naked models mm-hmm. for years, but this felt more intimate than I've seen anybody other than my wife. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Which is just quite giving of you, Natalie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's kind of a strange experience. Uh, but yeah, there, she was wearing like a dress thing, so she wasn't completely naked, but she had to hike it up to, you know, yeah. access. Her. But then, you know what they say on The Bachelor, you got to be open and you got to be vulnerable. Natalie's ready for The Bachelor. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and oh, Natalie would be so good on The Bachelor. And she'd be entertaining. Yeah, no, definitely. She's always entertaining. Yeah. So she's putting the tube in, she's letting us watch, and she's putting a lot of liquid in her colon. Yes. And she's just laying on a towel. This is shocking the first time you see it. You're like, yeah. well, obviously. Obviously, that's not all going to go in you. You're like a 110-pound woman. How (laughs) is all of this fluid going to go in you? She can't possibly. And then you just watch the coffee level drop and drop and drop and drop. And you're like, what? Where's it going? Is yeah. this is this a magic trick? Right. Because now that I've done it, because at the time I was, I didn't have any baseline. I just thought, oh, that's interesting. You can hold that much water inside. But now that I've done it myself, uh-huh. just the fact that she was able to absorb that much and hold it for 15 minutes, that's how long you're supposed to do yeah, it. you're supposed to lay there. Just on a towel? Hold it. Yeah, because there's going to be a little leakage. That's why you have the towel. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that she could do it with like minimal leakage is so amazing. Every time I did this, I did it in the bathtub. Oh wow! Okay. Yeah, I'm not gonna just sit on a towel. <laughs> I I was on I was on a towel in the bathroom, but Look, all right. Hats off to you as well. <laughs> Thank I, you. Like, hats if, off to whoever uses your bathtub if, next. If anything is leaking, it's leaking into a bathtub. I can bleach later. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. And what also helped Natalie do this was to have an enema playlist. Oh yes, this is so important on her phone. It's not really. That is, it's very important. That is mostly <laughs> Lana Del Rey. Oh, that's right. <laughs> Lana Del Rey. I forgot that was her butt music. That's right. <laughs> oh, I did not forget. <laughs> I have a little video of her using it. Don't worry, we can't see her nether regions, as you put it. Yeah. But of her just vibing to Lana Del Rey and holding the coffee in her ass. Mm-hmm. And it's, boy, it's a whole mood. <laughs> yeah. Lana Del Rey, I think most of you are probably familiar with her music. Lana Del Rectum. Hey, hey. Uh, you know, she sings this. Uh, it's kind of like an empowered sadness. Mm. It's sort of in a, like pop music that's, yeah, it's like sad pop music. Mm. But like, yeah, with Fiona this, Apple. Yes. You know, I would say Fiona Apple adjacent. It's funny. I was listening to one of her songs, Off to the Races, and she sounded a lot like Sarah Jickling, our, ah, our recent guest yeah. on the podcast. Like if I just heard that song, I'd be like, oh, a new song from Sarah. So I happen to have three Lana Del Rey albums on my phone. Oh, wow. Every okay. every now and then I'll try to make myself listen to a new artist. Okay. Yeah. Uh, something. Seems good. If I hear other people talking about it, I'll think like, I should understand that. So I'll buy mm-hmm. like one or two albums and listen. I like, live oh. in this culture. Like, right. What's up? <laughs> this was inspired by seeing this one article showing like they had found a clever visual for this to have this radial graph that comes outward as you get older. 
And then it showed like the amount of music that you're aware of. Mm. And it was the spiral that would flatten very quickly for men on average. And for women, they would keep introducing themselves to more music as they got oh. older. But like men would kind of stick with the music they were listening to in their, when you know, 16 or whatever. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. The teens through the early 20s. And so I was like, okay, I'm going to break out of this. I'm going to start listening to a new artist every now and then. So yeah. Lana Del Rey just happened to be one of those. And did you like her? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Was, nice. It's nice music. But yeah, it's this like this kind of mournful uh, music as well. But that's what Natalie was listening to. And of course, she didn't want us to make her laugh. That was an important thing. Thing. She said oh, that sure. her roommate had made her laugh once and she had spurted fluid <laughs> all over the place. <laughs> Big mess. Yes. In fact, here is Natalie listening to Th- Lana Del Rey as she uses her coffee enema. Okay, so I've gone for like 15 minutes now. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. So, okay. In a couple minutes or so, I'm just going to shit it all out. All right. All right. I can't wait. But I'm just going to try to hold it for a little bit longer. Okay. Yeah, how was that transition? You just pull out the tube. I mean, I'll show you guys. Stay clenched enough to get upright and get on the toilet. Yeah, you'll get used to it. Okay. But I'm assuming you don't pull out the tube until you're on top of the bowl? No, you pull it out. You pull it out while you're still supine? Mm-hmm. Okay. You can even pull it out while you're laying I just leave it. Sometimes I'll pull it out if I'm really uncomfortable. Because it kind of helps plug, right? It does some of the work for you. Yeah, like, especially if you're going to expel any air also, sometimes it it receives some of that. Yeah, a little cork. Yeah. Yeah, one thing I've noticed with Lana Del Rey's songs is that whatever the title is, you're probably going to hear it in the song, and it's probably going to be part of the chorus line. You know, sort of like, oh, okay. Yeah, whatever the name oh, of the song is, get ready to I hear that. I respect that. Because, you know, later when you're trying to think of a song title and you're like, well, it's that song that goes, and I love him. But then it turns out that it's called like... Turpentine. Like, yeah, turpentine, open parentheses. I left it in the kitchen, <laughs> close parentheses. <laughs> you're like, okay. But anyway, we all know. It but it's called But I Love it. Him. Yeah. Right, right. That's so funny. So thank you, Lana. That was our experience. We had seen Natalie do all this. Yeah. And then you bought one of these devices. Yes. So I went to the Implantorama website. I spent $165.25. Like you do. To get this yeah, yeah, the, mailed to us. The base price is 135 for all three, which is really strange. You think there would be like yeah. slightly higher price for the bigger one. Half gallon and the full gallon. Yeah, you have to use a little more glass, but Right. But yeah, $165 later, it was mailed to your domicile. Yeah, I wish I knew maybe the additional extension cords added a little value. Anyway, I because <laughs> I don't think it was $30 shipping. But, oh, okay. But anyway, yeah, so it arrives. And I got to town right away. You went straight into it. Yeah. You know, it's funny. You mentioned that this was covered on Goop, Gwyneth Paltrow's natural medicine (laughs) website for (laughs) people who love this shit. And then also Stephen Colbert. And I was thinking, oh, my God, my friendship with Natalie is like, what if Gwyneth Paltrow and Stephen Colbert were just best friends? 
Oh, and yeah. so you can meet at like we both love doing this shit, but you're you've just got different vibes about what's going on. Different different motivations and different takeaways. Yeah, yeah, totally. Anyway, okay, so I was going back through my videos because this has been a few years for me since I did this, and boy, does it all come flooding back as <laughs> if into your colon <laughs> when you watch a video of yourself doing this, and I'm just so. Miserable. <laughs> Coffee is slowly going down. I don't know if you can see that, but it is as it enters my body, which is out of frame intentionally, as I have lost my dignity. There's a lot of pressure. Not a great smell. Also kind of comes in waves. It's like my body will accept a certain amount of it and then think, oh, that's it and stop. And then nope, has to make room for another wave. So like I think the muscle, I don't know, acts in stages to uh, let it in, accommodate it. Oh, fudge. It's not great. I'm not singing its praises just yet, but I haven't gone to the bathroom yet. Who knows what will happen in there? Okay, I don't know if I need to pump more now because it doesn't look like it's doing a lot. Ah! <laughs> That's not pleasant. Okay. Doggy, no thanks. Not what she wants. Look at all that. That uh, all still needs to get in me. Oh my god. Oh my god. You're welcome. Oh, oh good grief. Uh, oh, look at that go down in real time. Oh, dear freaking reward, and I'm missing the impeachment hearing for this. I was just laying on my floor, pumping this into my butt, and, and I was alone, and it's just so undignified. <laughs> sure. Yeah. How do you do a dignified uh, colon cleanse? Yeah. Well, apparently in King Louis' court, people would do it there in court. So maybe that's... Why? Yeah, there'd be Why? people to like get up under the lady's skirts and apply an enema. In so, court, like, like in bang, front of bang, the king. gavel? No, like uh, the king's court. Oh, right, right, right. Okay. All the assembled royals. I'm trying to make that make more sense in my head, and maybe it does. Excuse me while I get an enema real quick under my skirts. My goodness, people. People. They needed something to do. But you're right. This is the sort of thing where you're like, okay, everybody clear. Like, I need to find time that nobody's around. Yes. I'm going to do this by myself. Yeah. Again, hat tip to Natalie for letting us watch. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I wasn't about to let Natalie watch me do it. So, yeah, I'm just laying there holding this in my butt until (sighs) it is unbearable. Like, you're like... Okay, 15 minutes have passed. The second that that ding goes off on your Mm -hmm. phone, you are at the toilet and you are letting go of the tiny bit of control of sphincter you have left, (laughs) which has been a fight for your life holding that closed. No kidding. Yeah. And then 
the hurricane begins. Oh, massive. Just every, I mean, coffee, shit, water that was inside of you that you didn't know about. It's just everything. I'm sorry, everybody, but hey, you signed up for this. (laughs) This is the podcast you listen to. We're sorry. Yeah, I kept trying to think of ways that we could do this while recording. (laughs) There isn't. Yeah, that's a a max fun drive goal right there. (laughs) You let us know if you want it. Now, you have been there when I've had a tube up my butt. When we yeah. did our hydrocolonic therapy. Totally. But you I had were open, a, you were vulnerable. But I had a towel discreetly laid over my my goods. That's true. But I nether did regions. I did watch your poop travel up tubes. Yeah. I remember being like, wow, that's Ross's stool. There it is. <laughs> yeah. It's right in front of me. And then both of us had enemas at uh Rhythmia, Rhythmia. Where we would see our poop on a table. Yes. Oh my god. Fun. My mine backed up all, up the table all the way up to my vagina yeah i remember being like shit am i gonna get a uti out of this but i didn't a few okay also included in this discreet black bag that you gave this device to me in there's coffee thank you for providing an american roast so it's (laughs) supposed to be a light to medium roast i think it's right in the middle there between new england roast and city roast that Uh, coffee is three years old okay (laughs) And, yeah, I was going to say anything special about this 100% Arabica. Yeah. So, Glory Days American Roast Coffee. All I remember is that Natalie told me it needed to be organic and it needed to be between a certain roast, like, yeah, light or medium or something. Okay. Um, so, I I think I asked at Whole Foods because this is 365 brand said, are these all organic? And they said, yeah, organic is a standard for our okay. coffee. All right. We wanted to play by the rules. Yeah. Even yeah. if we weren't adding sauerkraut. Yeah. But, then, of course, I have to wonder if the benefits of it being organic are undone by the benefits of it being three years old. But does that make a difference? And when it's going up your butt, you wouldn't think so. I mean, when and coffee gets old, it? it just gets gross oh, tasting. Okay. It gets like stale tasting. I wasn't drinking it, but it smelled like coffee. Oh, and boy, Before are you sur- your butt or after your butt? Both. Like, boy, are you surrounded by coffee smells when doing this. But, like, not the best coffee smells, because it's also got the smell of shit. (laughs) That's right. Yes, it does. (laughs) So, I don't remember feeling more invigorated or feeling healed in some way. Okay. But here's what I do remember. There is the post-poop sensation Mm -hmm. that, I don't know about you, but I ride on for a while. It'll be a good, if I have a really good emptying poop, I'm like, man, that was a good poop for a good hour, hour and a half. Mm, It's still mm -hmm. just sort of lingering in the back of my head. If you, like me. (laughs) I do like you. (laughs) Thank you. If you suffer from combined IBS, (laughs) you may find this very gratifying because it just triggers like, oh, well, everything's out. Bit of endorphin release. Uh, yeah. Okay. No. But I, I don't think it was actually like necessary. It's just sort of, you know, a way to trigger that reaction in yourself. Gotcha. Okay. Because, All right. Yeah. Yeah. The benefits supposed or real of coffee enemas uh, seem to have a lot to do with the boosting of immunity, mm. detoxifying, regenerating the liver, which is the thing that usually does 
which does all the work for you. Mm-hmm. You know, the, mm-hmm. the liver is the detoxification organ. If you have it, you, you should be fine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> unless, yeah, unless you have some liver problem, in which case, definitely ask your doctor before you fix it this way. And there seem to be no end to the interesting claims about what this will do for you, like treat autoimmune diseases or get rid of parasites or heavy toxins or whatever it may be. But Obviously, one of the purported benefits is an increased amount of energy because yeah. you're getting coffee in your system that is absorbed into your bloodstream. You yeah. know, the stuff down there. So famously, people get drunk through their asses. I think we were talking about this with Natalie that, you know, people will soak uh, tampons. Yeah, tampons with vodka and put them in their butts or even in their vulvas. Hoo ha's. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, I believe it's also a quicker way for that all to happen because you're not going through all that stomach acid. (laughs) But I'm not sure that that's good. Like with coffee, it seems like a part of what people love about imbibing alcohol or coffee is just the ritual of drinking it, having the different flavors, the socialization Mm -hmm. in terms of at least for alcohol. Mm -hmm. Um, But no, it's like we I just need to get drunk real fast. Let's put it up my butt. Yeah. So um, I just don't understand the use case scenario for that. Yeah. I mean, I think sometimes it's a bit of braggery okay. socially. Oh, you there know. you go. Like, yeah. hey, watch me light my farts. Yeah. Hey, yeah. watch me get drunk. Watch me walk across. Without drinking coals again. any alcohol through my mouth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that like, you know, pro-social braggery. I there think. we go. But okay. that can have a, have a healthy version. But, Fair. you know, you want to be careful with those things because they can also get out of control. Um, I'm thinking of fraternity. Um, But yeah, I I think there's an element of that. And I mean, I think you and I both enjoy that element. Like sometimes I joke that there's a way in which this podcast is just jackass. (laughs) It's like, what if you made jackass, but you made it like more scientific and a little less ridiculous? There are a fair amount of people in my life who will see me and say, oh, what are you doing for the podcast now? Yeah, yeah. And for this one, well, I'll tell you the story, but I would get into work and people be like, oh, doing anything interesting lately? And uh, for this one, I said, you actually don't want to (laughs) know. Not in this meeting, not right now. You don't need that mental image. <laughs> my my coworker Nancy was like, "Okay, that's all. Don't tell me." <laughs> like she knew if Ross says that, it means it is truly we work at Disney animation, truly inappropriate. Shall I tell you about my? Yeah. Well, but before you do, you know what is better than putting something up your butt? <laughs> if you're thinking of the thing I'm thinking of, mm-hmm. people did actually put this up their butts. Oh my god, what a perfect segue! <laughs> the advertiser's going to love it. Yeah, but it is honey. Honey, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, lots of purported medical benefits of honey throughout the years. That, but we- that's true. Although this time it's not the actual bee throw up. It is a browser extension or app. It is a tool that sucks itself to your online shopping experience like a barnacle. Yeah. And follows your shopping experience around and says, hey, wait a minute. A beneficial barnacle. Yeah, you were about to buy something. At full price, Carrie, stop. I have a discount code for you. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then it generates discount codes for you. Now, if you already have a discount code for a property you know and love, use that. But if you have none... Honey can go in there and say, oh, well, you know what? Why don't you benefit Oh No Podcast Mm -hmm. with their code? 
And then you say, well, okay, I will do that and I will save 15% or whatever. Yeah. This happened to me most recently. I was buying my dad a Father's Day gift mm-hmm. from Gold Belly. Ooh. Have you heard of this? Mm-mm. Yeah. For anyone who hasn't heard of Gold Belly, I apologize for what I've just done to your life because now mm. it's the service that lets you order food from just all around the country. Oh, cool. And it's all of the, the famous dish that this bakery is known for or this oh, pizza neat. joint, you know, and they found some way to mail it to you so then you can prepare it at home. But yeah, it's like kind of famous food and desserts and great for gifts. I was going there to buy a set of Chicago pizzas for my dad Mm. because we'd been talking about that. And he's like, I've never had Chicago pizza. And I was like, well, 74 is not too old to have your first Chicago pizza. So honey popped down and said, hey, look at all these discounts I can offer you. So there we go. If anybody wants to go explore, very generous discounts through honey. Nice. So when you get to checkout, Honey just appears and all you have to do is click apply coupons and then the price just drops in front of you. Yeah. Bada bing. And it doesn't just work on desktop. It works on your iPhone too. You just activate it on Safari on your phone and save on the go. And by iPhone too, she doesn't mean like the second release of the iPhone. No, it only works <laughs> on Model 2 iPhones. And you may forget about it, but it won't forget about you. It's just sitting there, like you said, like a happy barnacle waiting in the wings to be like, ah, I could save you money. Mm-hmm. What is there to lose? It's free. Yeah. It's- if you don't already have honey, you could be straight up missing out. And by getting it, you'll be doing yourself a solid and supporting this show. So the best way to do it is to get honey for for free at joinhoney.com slash oh no. That's joinhoney.com slash oh no. But Carrie, before we investigate my butt, mm-hmm. tell me about Squarespace. Ah, uh, ah, uh, ew, it's so good. <laughs> it's a website that helps you build other websites. Yeah. I love to talk about it. I'm usually just sitting around in my house having a conversation about Squarespace because I'm so devoted to it. I I know what you're thinking. You know, oh, I want a website, but I don't mm-hmm. want to have to like download, I don't know, Dreamweaver or what, yeah. whatever software people use. Do I have to learn how to code? Do I need to go like take a, a six-month course on yeah. HTML and Java and I don't know, CSS? What do I need to learn? Right. No, you can go to squarespace.com, start designing now. Yeah. Learn the tools. And sure, if you get some of that esoteric knowledge, you can apply it within Squarespace. If you want. If you want. But if you don't, this could be a 15-minute setup. No joke. If you're just like, I started my own podcast and I just want to have a presence on the internet. It's going to be very basic, very simple, but I want it to look good. This could be a quick job on Squarespace. Let's look through the templates. Oh, that one looks really professional. Okay, Mm -hmm. here I'm just going to drop in my image instead and uh, let's change the colors and Mm -hmm. let's add my shopping cart and Yeah, you've got yourself a functioning website. And you're hoping that they have .horse. Well, they do. So many extensions. It's the all-in-one platform for building your brand and growing your business online. And you're going to stand out with a beautiful website that engages your audience. And you could sell anything, your products, content you create, even your time. Whether Mm. you sell physical or digital products, Squarespace has the tools you need to start selling online. Or maybe you want to create a community online. Mm -hmm. You know, maybe it's you and all your friends who put stuff up your butt. Yeah. Hot water up your butt. Mm -hmm. Well, you can make the hot water up butt community. (laughs) 
with fully integrated commenting systems that support threaded comments, replies, likes, they have blogging tools, they have categorization, they have sharing tools, they have a scheduler so you can schedule your posts. Mm-hmm. Um, You've got all the energy on Thursday, but you need to release on Sunday. Exactly. Get it in the queue. Exactly. You're like, there's a big hot water but holiday coming up, I want to schedule that. You can. (laughs) And all the websites are optimized for mobile right out of the box. Amazing. It just automatically adjusts so your site looks great on any device, your iPhone 2 through present. So I know you're excited to get going. Head to squarespace.com slash oh no for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, use the offer code oh no, O-H-N-O, to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Squarespace, do you put hot water up your butt? We've got you. You're welcome to that Squarespace if you want to use that. Yeah, good. Good slogan. Okay. Let me tell you what happened with my Yeah, usage. how's your butt? So yeah, I haven't been holding onto this bag since 2019, but sometime last year, Carrie said, oh, by the way, we should do the Enema thing. Mm-hmm. Like, you should do it so we can talk about it. Mm-hmm. So I said, all right, give it to me. And so <laughs> it sat in this black bag with the device and the attachments and the coffee grounds sat in the trunk of my car for a long time. Yeah. Because part of this podcast is when I do gross things, is keeping them from my wife so she doesn't know I'm doing them. <laughs> Does she know now? Does no. What? She... <laughs> as far as I can okay. tell, she hasn't put this together Do yet. Do not tell Kara. <laughs> I mean, she'll find out probably within <laughs> the next couple of weeks, but better for her to know after the fact than for her to be in the moment knowing that Ross is pooping out coffee 15 feet from her. So, <laughs> so I kept it in the car for a long time. Finally, like, okay, I brought it in and it was under, we, we have like a fireplace that's hooked up to gas. We never use it, but it's it was in front of the fireplace for mm-hmm. many months, <laughs> like under the mantelpiece. And yeah, it's in a very nondescript black bag. Yeah, like, you know, when you go to buy porn and liquor, you know, from a corner market, they give you this bag. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like uh, keep eyes out bag. <laughs> exactly. Nothing happening here kind of bag. <laughs> right. So that was just sitting out there. And as far as I know, she never, she never came to me and said like, uh, what's this thing? What's this about? It? Maybe she just knows not to ask. So that's part of the problem for me. And... <laughs> And also, I think I've intimated on the podcast before, sticking things up my butt, not something I normally do. Uh Not my favorite thing in the world. Yeah. Yeah. And now I've done it enough. I know it works. I can do it. Mm -hmm. Even now, having just recently done this four times, I can say, yeah, okay. You know, it's not like a big struggle to get the tube up my butt. It works. Which, by the way, uh, Natalie- You get better at it too. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, you learn how to kind of angle and wriggle, you know, so you're not causing any pain. Of course, you don't want any tearing down there. Natalie was very- insistent on using coconut oil Mm. but the only coconut oil we had was like a spray kind and it's like well that's got accelerants and stuff i don't don't need that so i just used some olive oil okay seemed to work fine i believe i did use coconut oil which then yes i remember that i did because it gave it that extra rhythmia smell oh okay the rhythmia poop house had like this very specific coconut and poop smell okay so the first day i did this was i guess more of a test run because i had all of this extra bulletproof coffee mm-hmm. and so i was like yeah let's put the bulletproof coffee in there okay so i We're combining so i you know took the water added uh some bulletproof coffee but i didn't put in that much and it was more of like a a light brown mixture rather than you know it was more water than coffee mm. you i mean it always MC- is 
Spi- oil on the. Oh yeah, I didn't put the butter, uh, ghee, <laughs> the butter in there. I didn't put in the uh, MCT oil, but yeah, I guess I could have. So it wasn't the full bulletproof coffee, but at least it doesn't have the mycotoxins. Mm-hmm. So I noticed that on the Implantorama website, they do mention eh, maybe you try it first with water just to get used to it. Mm, okay. So this was my kind of introductory. Okay, you were gonna just do it with water. Well, with the bulletproof coffee, but it was oh, gotcha. a light mixture. So Got you know, it. this is like Russ easing into mm. the process. So this was last Monday, September 26th. By the time I'd gotten everything mixed and in the bottle and in the bathroom with me, it was about 9 a.m. So, you know, it takes a while. Like you think you're going to just go grab all this stuff, but there's preparation involved. And when had you started? Uh, I don't remember, but before that. Okay. So I pumped most of it pretty quickly into my bottom. Okay. Oh, which, okay. Yeah, not the best strategy. Oh, okay. Yeah, so I, I did kind of take my time pumping it because I think that was in the instructions was like, go slow. Which is good advice. Okay. I, I think I was just kind of like, well, let's just get it all in there. Uh, and so uh, this about- This is a Drew strategy. About three minutes in- yeah, it was maybe two thirds of the bottle I put in right okay. away. And mm-hmm. three minutes in, I just had this like overwhelming urge, like, oh, you need to let this stuff go. And, mm-hmm. you know, I'm squeezing my sphincter as hard as I can. Yeah. And like, oh, this is ridiculous. And some did come out and was like, oh, great. Okay. Well, at least I'm in the tub, not on a towel. I, I am, by the way, listening to Lana Del Rey. So, Good. I, yeah, got that playing. So then I kept clenching. And you know, putting some more in. And by this point, I had all of it in except for what's leaked out. And um, around around 11 and a half minutes and 12 and a half minutes in, because I've got a timer going, you're supposed to hold this for 15 minutes. Again, I got the overwhelming urge to poop or or to release. Yeah, because your colon works in these, you know, spurts. It's not like it's it's not like your heart. Where it's like, oh, it's consistently doing something. Mm. It should be doing that every few seconds. The Mm -hmm. colon just like sits there and then goes like, okay, team, let's go. (laughs) And then you have to sort of wait through that compression or contraction Mm -hmm. or whatever it is. And just like white knuckle through it. And then eventually that will calm down and it will give up for a minute. And then you can kind of wait out for the next crunch. Yeah. And so I was doing the white knuckle thing around 11 and a half and 12 and a half minutes. And I lost it. I I failed. You poop in the tub? Yeah. Poop poop came out. Junk came out. Liquid came out. Not everything, though. (laughs) um, Because. Did it go all down the drain? Oh, I have in my notes here. Okay. At 14 minutes, then actual shit came out. Oh, no, I had to, like, manually, like, clean up all the chunks and, like, absorb <laughs> everything, put it in the toilet afterward. Oh, oh my God. It was, it was <laughs> awful. So bad. That's worse than a towel. It was a disgusting. Towel you can just throw out. Um, so, With your hands or what you use? Yeah, toilet paper, oh, like, and grabbing man. chunks, scooping stuff up, putting it in the toilet paper, multiple flushes. Oh, it was awful. That's so bad. I'm so sorry. <laughs> it's disgusting. I would rather drink coffee, believe it or not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I believe it. <laughs> Yeah, you um, got to go slow and you so, got to go on a towel. Okay. So that was at 14 minutes that the shit came out. It just it couldn't hold on to that additional minute. It, up till then, it was just liquid coming out the earlier times. Oh All right. God. So, but even still at 15 minutes, okay, so I'm getting up from the toilet and trying to make sure nothing's dripping from me and then my feet aren't stepping in this. And then I go to the toilet and whoosh, like still yes. there's just so much. So much. Yeah. Even with the smallest size, a quart. 
aka approximately a liter, is a lot of liquid. Yeah. So still, it was just like the toilet was just filled, you know, like the worst diarrhea you could possibly have. Yeah. And yeah, it smells like coffee. It smells like shit. It's awful. It's so disgusting. And you have this thought of like, have I filled up the bowl? Do I need to stand up and see if I've filled up the bowl? But Mm -hmm. you haven't. (laughs) But, like, that's how much yeah, is yeah. in you. You're like, well, a toilet can hold what? A couple gallons? And what have co- I got in me? And, of course, there's a couple waves. So there's going to be the initial, like, mm-hmm. and then a minute later, here mm-hmm. comes round two. Yep. And, I and was, you're like, oh, there's more. Wow. I was kind of worried that throughout the day I would have wet farts or something like that. It wasn't really a problem. Okay, yeah. So, or, like, w- leakage or anything. That wasn't an issue, thankfully. So... Yeah, now it's like, well, I've got a work meeting coming up and I've got to like pick up all these pieces. Uh, of poop? Yeah, yeah. Now I'm cleaning up the tub. Yeah. I'm like yeah, scooping up as much liquid as I can. <laughs> then I'm taking like a shower with water. I'm soaping everything up. And then like I'm pulling out the bleach and scrubbing things. Aww, and yeah, yeah, it's like trying to make it so no one can tell. <laughs> Again, don't need my wife to know about this. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, not great. And open up the window to let all the coffee smell go. Because, again, I don't want my wife later on to be like, what's up with Did all the, the tub, coffee sweetie? smell? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Seems like you pooped in the tub. So then the next day, Tuesday, now this time I take out your American roast. I put in the tablespoons. Mm-hmm. I heat it up. Now, one time Cara did come by and be like, what is that? And I said, coffee. I said, that's a lot of coffee. And that was it. That was the end of that conversation. She didn't ask anymore. Very, very, I technically did not lie. Situation. <laughs> so she may have been curious. I don't know. But like every time after this, like immediately the, the device goes directly back into the bag. The bag goes back onto the mantle. So, uh, yeah, I actually put in five tablespoons of the coffee that first day. I don't know why I was uh, kind of overdoing it because uh, three tablespoons is the recommended amount for mm. a quart. I don't know. Just thought I'd try it full strength. Yeah, I remember that being one of the first things that struck me when we watched Natalie doing it was like, oh, this is a very thin coffee mixture. Mm -hmm. So this day I was particularly worried about timing of all of this because I had a 9 a.m. meeting at at work. So I had to be like on site. Oh. And now Cara had to go to the airport. So I was kind of like, oh, good. Cara's leaving for a day to go take care of some stuff up north. clean the bathroom. Yeah, right. Like, I won't have to be as worried about being discreet. Uh, But (laughs) so funny. Okay. I'm up at 7.20 a.m. boiling this liquid. It's very (laughs) chocolatey looking. It's the beginning of Macbeth. (laughs) (laughs) Toil and trouble. Uh, Toilet trouble. Toilet trouble. (laughs) (laughs) Very good. I've got it simmering now, still stirring it. And yeah, very chocolatey looking mixture. So I come back around 7.45 and it's still hot. It's like, great. I need to have enough time, like 15 minutes just to hold it. But I've got to then get in, lube up the tube, uh, clean up. You know, I've got to like do all of this. And I've also got to get my wife to the airport and I've also got to get to work. Oh, man. So, So I transfer the mixture into a glass bowl, just hoping at least now I won't have that extra heat from the the metal that it's in. Yeah. And glass is approved, you know, by Norman and Natalie. So then I tell Cara, hey, okay, if we get to the airport a little early, and I'm thinking, okay, I'll let this cool in the background. Let's get to the airport now. So I drive her there, and that's kind of stressful and getting back. And I'm just looking at the clock going, as I get home, I've got half an hour before I need to be at work. There's there's no way to make this happen. I need to get this stuff in my butt. So (laughs) 
I go grab it. It's now it's oh, still no. it's still warm, but it's like it's warmer than room temperature, but it's not scalding yeah. hot. So it's like okay, Pleasant I can do warm. this. Yeah, get into the the bathtub, put on the Lana Del Rey, <laughs> get, get the tube in my butt, start pumping. You Sounds know, relaxing. Exactly, you're supposed to be relaxed. That's the idea of Lana and being intimately alone. <laughs> but no, it's like super stressed and like looking <laughs> nude in a bathtub. Yeah. So um, this time. <laughs> <laughs> I, t- I, t- I took more time, like, injecting. I didn't put it all in at once, which helped. And I still had, like, those urges, but I was able to fight it a little better. Uh, th- there were a few leakages, but no fecal matter, at okay. least. Okay, great. I-, I only did 10 minutes because I realized, shit, I got to get to work. <laughs> so so at 10 minutes, I was struggling to hold it in. I needed to get to work. So I went to the toilet, whoosh, so much. <laughs> So much. Even though there was no solid matter, still, you know, had to wash the tub, uh, soap and scrub everything, and then race to work. And I didn't get into the big meeting until like 9, 10, but thankfully everybody else was still gathering. It was going to be like an all-day meeting kind of thing, and like they were grabbing food and stuff. So nobody seemed to question that, except my coworker asked, what is it you're doing for the podcast? I was like, "Mm, you know. And and how, at this point, did you have a notion of how it compared to, say, Rhythmia's saline? Interesting. Saline butt device? Right. At this point, I would say the only difference is the addition of the smell of coffee. Okay. Well, and that one was also kind of awkward because they had this curved tube sort of fixed in place on the table and you have to sort of lower yes. yourself onto the this tube. Is my big problem. Yes. Yeah. I much prefer the, you know, you control this yes. long flexible tube and guide it into your butt. And have to hold it for 15 minutes uncomfortably, yeah. but at least you're not pooping on yourself. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So if I have to choose, I'm choosing the at-home one. Yeah, I vote for this one too. So the third day, now I'm kind of familiar with this whole routine. Wake up at 7.40 a.m., start boiling the coffee. Now, have you ever had to take an enema like for the doctor or? No. Okay. Yeah. I haven't for the doctor, but I have just taken saline, like at home saline enemas where it's, you know, maybe a cup of fluid or less, you know, when just like I've been stopped Mm. up. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah, it's uh, it's more pleasant than this. Oh, good. Okay. Yeah, it's still, you know, it's still tough but like it's the right amount of fluid yeah. you can sit on the toilet right away you're not okay. trying to convince yourself to hold it forever <laughs> right there's no ancillary health claims that you're right trying to because here's here's the best argument for an enema is like once the the feces is sitting on the edge of that rectum like the very last piece of the digestion process is pulling out fluid Mm. and if it's just sitting there a really long time it just keeps pulling out the fluid Uh, right so that's why constipation gets worse and worse so there's some sense to being like oh Mm -hmm. let me help you along here here's a little extra fluid to replace and let's push this on out yeah but you know yeah and enemas are still like very commonly used Mm because they have that very useful function yeah but but there should be a problem you're answering (laughs) yeah exactly Exactly. Yeah. yeah. There's so many additional unnecessary enemas yeah. uh, happening, clearly. So this particular day, I just happened to use the bathroom two or three times before going to do the enema. So that felt good. Like, oh, I know I'm really clearing things out. Don't have to worry so much about having stuff in the colon. So yeah, at this point, I'm feeling like a little bit more of a pro. I know how this all goes. There's less uncertainty. 
and Kara's out of town. Mm-hmm. So that's great. Uh, <laughs> and I, I do the full 15 minutes and I've held it pretty well, like mm-hmm. only the tiniest bit of leakage. And so I get up, but I miscalculate as oh. I'm going to sit down on the toilet. Oh, no. And I think I'm farther down than I am. Oh, no. And so a shoot of all this gunk <laughs> goes off the edge of the toilet and onto stuff behind the toilet. Oh, my God. And I don't realize until I'm I'm done and think like, okay, all right, I've emptied out. And I stand up and go, oh, no. <laughs> oh, literal shit. Uh, and... So it's like I've already thought I've planned out like here's here's how I get to my next work meeting and <laughs> and I know car is coming back later that day and like this has to be spotless and smellless. It has to at least not have poop on the wall. Yeah, so now I'm taking it was like a half an hour to like just thoroughly clean oh and my ble- God. like this time I really brought out the bleach and I'm just getting all the surfaces and like oh what a mess. It was awful. Not oh fun. Oh my god. Not fun. Thursday, we were originally going to record on Thursday. We're recording a few days later. And so that was my last day doing it. This time, I boiled the mixture at night, almost 2 a.m., like right before I was going to go to bed. Because I thought, okay, let's just have it cool down. I can heat it up this time. Mm. That'll be faster. Which, if I was going to do it again, totally would do that every time. Because that's way easier than waiting like an hour for this whole cycle of heating and cooling. Yeah. But, oh, so much work involved in this. For for whatever the perceived benefit is, to spend this much time cooking and cooling and transferring and... Yeah. Sitting and clenching and I, cleaning. <laughs> and I'm not sure what is going on with the boiling aspect because you can cold brew coffee. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How maybe, How is that helping the infusing of minerals or Yeah. I, I feel like maybe this is an implication or an inference someone made about how boiling works because like you can do a very basic sanitation, right, by putting something in in boiling water. Mm -hmm. But I think people then think you clean water by boiling it, which isn't necessarily true. Like you can Mm -hmm. actually make some things more potent by doing that. So I don't know what the case is here, but I feel like maybe a assumption was made in that direction. Right. I was going to say it's the kind of thing that could be measured, but probably hasn't. Yeah. Yeah. It's just sort of an intuitive like, oh, I feel like I cleaned it. The heating process is purifying. Yeah. This time I remember leaving the bedroom and car was still asleep so i was like aha this will be easier and then as i came My back in poop she opened her eyes and saw me carrying the bag la di da ignore the lana del rey and other noises <laughs> so uh, she's just dissociated to this point she's like that's what's happening yeah i think she that's just fine. knows when not to think about something too hard so I uh, let it in very gradually this time. Again, I'm a pro now. Listening to my Lana Del Rey, though I was thinking about the songs, the songs matching oh. their titles, and that made me think of the Smashing Pumpkins because they'll give a random song title like mayonnaise spelled Open wrong, parentheses. or yeah, or uh, what was another mayonnaise one? Mayonnaise spelled wrong. Yeah, with one in. Oh my god, that's one of my favorite songs by the Smashing Pumpkins. Doesn't have anything to do with mayonnaise. Oh my god, and spelled wrong. Like Billy would name things by sort of free association. Uh, You're like, this uh-huh. makes me think of this. This makes me think of this. That's the song. 
wrong title. Okay. Yeah, another one is uh, Rhinoceros. Anyway, so I was thinking about that, so I switched for a little while. But I got to 15 minutes, and I was still feeling good. Like you said, there's sort of that calm between the storms mm-hmm. where like, yeah, you're just like chilling out. Yeah. Yeah, this is comfy. My colon's given up for this a minute. This is fine. Right. So at 15 minutes, not bad. You know what? I'll just keep going. Mm-hmm. I've left myself okay. enough time this morning. So I went to 24 minutes. Hey! That time. Congratulations. And by then I was like struggling and like, what am I trying to prove to myself? <laughs> like, <laughs> let's just get it out. I'm past. This time all got in the toilet. And, but Congrats. It's st- still like, you know. You, you hit the potty. Congrats. But still every... <laughs> <laughs> this uh, contraption has coffee left over in it. So you got to like pour soapy water into it, shake it up, you like run a few cycles of water through the tube. Yeah, yes. Oh, yeah. The whole cleaning process is a lot. He gives yeah. you a whole sheet on how to clean this because you need to care about that. And it's time and work. So I, I feel like all told, this would eat up like three hours of a day. Like yeah. doing this whole thing. Oh, it, three hours? Okay. Oh, yeah. Wow. I mean, part of that is an hour of waiting for it to cool down. So you can go, you mm. you go do other things uh-huh. for a while. But mm-hmm. still, it's mm-hmm. just like time of your day that's kind of centered around this whole process. Yeah. I think I kept my coffee in the fridge after I'd made it the first time. Oh, okay. I think I just made a bunch. We postponed when we were going to record this. And so I was like, duty calls, better pull this out <laughs> and preheat the coffee and I just, I didn't feel like doing it. I'd already staged it back in the car. It's like, I'm not going to go down and grab the thing and start the boil. And no, it's not worth it. Uh, I just did it those four times, but oh, a lot of work. A lot of work. Yeah. Oh, so perceived benefits. The the one I could kind of measure was my subjective feeling of, like we talked about with our previous coffee investigations, uh, productivity. Yeah. Energy level. Yeah. And I... I was keeping a journal, but I haven't uh, I haven't crunched the numbers or anything. But I, I think I can say fairly confidently that those were very productive days. Okay. I, I've been on a good streak lately. I've been kind of killing it at work, getting a lot of stuff done. Congrats. Thank you. But this certainly didn't impede that. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, maybe residual coffee in my system from all of these things has given me additional energy and helped me kind of stay on the ball. Did you have the jitters? Because regular drinking coffee seems to give you the jitters. Yeah, it can. And this definitely didn't i i can say i I did not feel coffee jitters okay so maybe that's something i can't say that this definitely gets the credit because i was having like a productive week before i did that but it certainly didn't hurt and yeah Yeah, i didn't have coffee jitters because yeah i would think that it being so quick to get into the system Mm -hmm. and not going through the belly Mm -hmm. i would have thought that would be you know more jitter inducing so you're just like hitting your bloodstream with that caffeine so quickly yeah do you remember any sensation like that you're a regular coffee drinker though. that's true yeah uh and coffee will give me the jitters and i still drink it um but uh yeah no i don't remember there being anything worse at least yeah like more jitters One thing that's kind of cool about it is that these extra tubes are attached in such a way that you don't have to worry about any of your poop going backwards Mm -hmm. and up into the system. It's Mm -hmm. pretty well designed that way. So you can just like take off that tube, throw it away, get a new tube if you want, Mm -hmm. give it to your friend if you want. You aren't totally just handing him, here's Here's my my poop. poop. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, It's a good modular system. That was smart. Yeah. I mean, it, it seems well designed to avoid like having to use gravity or get all these little extra bags. 
because uh, usually when you're doing an enema, there's like a silicone bag. And yeah, it's, it's a smart system. So good job, Norman. Yeah. And actually, for those who are uh, environmentally inclined, I could see it being a good replacement for a saline enema because like the saline enemies come in these, you know, little packet, little plastic yeah. things. So, so you're if not you throwing could, out a bunch of yeah, extra material. If yeah. you could get the saline mixture yourself in there. Looking at this, uh, aside from the cleanup process, I would say, you know, <laughs> I wasn't throwing anything out. So, yeah. but yeah, I'm very happy to bring this back. And I don't know, what are you going to do with this thing? <laughs> okay, I've been thinking about that as we've been sitting here staring at it. And I actually think <laughs> it will make a lovely vase. I think I'll just take the, <laughs> I think I'll take the cap off, remove those tubes, and just stick some flowers in the top, and this will just be part of Drew's in my life. And only Drew, you, and I will know what this little green mesh uh, bottle originally did. Yeah, I'll, I'll leave that on there. You know, it does have a little space for a label, so maybe I'll write poop jug on there. Sure. But yeah, you know, if you're ever over at my house and you just want to slyly tell me that you listen into my podcast yeah yeah just point to that and be like like, i know what that is yeah that's a cool looking vase wink wink and i'll be like oh you listen to my pod cool thank you i know what you did last autumn (laughs) do you assume that your friends listen to the podcast no yeah me neither and Uh, then they'll be like oh yeah you interviewed that woman i remember it intimately and i'm like oh yeah you listen to the podcast okay Uh, oh different starting line yeah yeah or even friends who i know listen to the podcast i don't expect they're up on the latest episodes because listening to podcasts is a lot of work there are so many podcasts so many podcasts so many good podcasts but hi to my loyal listening friends hi heather that's awesome i see heather when i go to pick up my books from skylight she quit (gasps) yeah well oh all right hi heather Hi, Heather. Every time she would tell me, like, you know, you can have them mailed to your home. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I want to come into the arts annex yeah, and see no, you. Yeah, no, I totally get that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, Well, you can't anymore. Well, now it won't be as exciting because yeah. Heather's not there. Well, That's true. Quick ratings. Yes. Light, lightning round. Okay. Uh, pseudoscience. Boy, that's where this really shines. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's not, again, like at least animas are a thing. There's some rationale here. I just see humans needing to do something when I look at this. Just the the frantic, I gotta feel better than I feel maybe this. Yeah. But yeah, so I'm gonna give it like a six. Okay. Yeah, I'll I'll even ratchet up slightly. I'll say seven because the need for you to have a device such as this at your home so you can do your mm-hmm. own self-guided enemas doesn't seem to be medically necessary. Yeah. Okay, so that gets into the danger aspect. So mm-hmm. what's tricky about this is like, so Nat used this every day for a while, but mm-hmm. she d- doesn't use it every day for her whole life, right? And like- Yeah, is she still doing it? From what I've heard, she still does it, but just not like, she was Daily. kind of going through a detox sort of mindset when she was using it every day, mm. and now it's more upkeep. So although I find that unnecessary, I don't worry about that if it's rare so but i could see someone using this every single day and like really fucking with their gut bacteria Mm -hmm. really fucking with their body's own ability to get stuff out without the help yeah i could see that being not great and Though I haven't poked around on a site in a while, the last time I looked, I wasn't seeing any disclaimers that were like, hey, you really shouldn't use this more than once a week. You really shouldn't use it more than this. You really should ask your doctor before you do X. There just wasn't all that much of it. There was a little. Mm-hmm. Um, so that that's what worries me there. So I'm going to give that a good five. Okay. 
Yeah, I, I think that's fair. A very good point about the the gut flora. Mm-hmm. You know that you you need your range of creatures in there that help you yeah. absorb things and and break things down. And if you're regularly flushing them out, that really impacts the population. Two other potential dangers that I heard about in relation to regular enemas mm. are colitis. You could potentially have sort of an inflammation of the inner lining okay. of the the colon just Oof, from painful. So, yeah from so much you know pressure yeah. being applied to it yeah activity going opposite from the expected way for your body especially doing it yourself anything goes wrong um and also septicemia potentially blood poisoning by bacteria (gasps) oh god okay Uh, so again if it's not medically necessary maybe you just don't need to be doing that yeah especially not all the time do we have a sense of how great those risks are i I can't give you any kind of percentage so uh, you know i'll join you at five okay yeah this could be dangerous probably probably not going to be for most people though yeah and we should also mention there was an episode of Sawbones, a sister yeah. podcast on the Maximum Fun Network, hosted by a wonderful doctor and her husband, and they covered this. Yeah, it was a 2014 episode on enemas and cleanses, and uh, yeah, that's really fun listening. Yeah, to. so if you're interested in more of a deep dive on the science aspects of this, that's and the history, it's yeah, yeah. What about creepiness? You find this creepy? Uh. <laughs> Un- uncomfortable, embarrassing, gross. gross. Not creepy, though. Yeah. So I'll say one. Yeah. Okay. I'd give it more than that. Creepy. Yeah. Creepy is such a funny word, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Um, I'll give it a three. Okay. But, you know, creepy is subjective. I was creeping around a lot trying to keep this a secret. <laughs> All right, I'll give it a two for that. And then pocket drainer value. Drained your pocket. Yeah, right into my butt. Yeah, this is expensive, but I'll give it to Norman. (laughs) He's not trying to hook you up to a drip here. Well, Mm. he is trying to hook you up to a drip here. He's not trying to hook you up to his drip. It's a one-time purchase. Yeah, for the most part, yes. Maybe you're going to buy more nozzles or something, Mm. but like that's going to be cheap. So I think he's doing okay. I'm going to give it a four. Okay. Yeah, it didn't have the obvious upsell for the larger varieties. For this device, yeah, you know, within the range of expectability. I'll join you at four as well. Yeah. Hot drinks rating. (laughs) Hot drinks rating, I guess, is technically positive. (laughs) What about you? All right. Thumbs up. Yeah, it's a binary scale. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Not not my preferred way to (laughs) interact with hot drinks. What are you going to do? They were there. What are you going to do? I also want to say the guy, the inventor... Yes. Norman, the the inventor of this incredible machine, also has a lot of really kooky beliefs. I talked to him at one point, and he was telling me to read uh, Gary Knoll's book about AIDS, which is a like HIV denialist book. Oh no! Yeah, he's got a lot of really kooky beliefs. So we're just touching on the edge of the iceberg here by handling the implantorama. But yeah, things, this is not a full throated endorsement of other products and claims. Yeah, or, or this one. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, overall, I'd say I feel kind of sideways on this one. Like, it didn't hurt, <laughs> but yeah. why? Why would you do this? Yeah, yeah. I was so glad to be done with it. I mean, listen, if this if this device is just part of your your sense of adventure in life, I'm kind of fine with that. Okay. That's okay. Yeah. But like, just actually engage with the science, actually engage with the risks. Don't just treat that as, you know, nanny statism. These things matter. And then if you have evaluated that and you're still okay with that 
more power to you. I feel like one of the measures I keep going back to is if I had a friend who said they were doing this, how would I react? Mm -hmm. And in this case, I'd be like, all right, Mm -hmm. cool. Yeah, you'd go over, you'd watch her. Glad you're enjoying the animals. Take a video. Yeah, want me to watch? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right, well, that's it for this episode. Our theme music is by Brian Keith Dalton. This episode was edited by Ross Blotcher. Our administrative manager is Ian Kramer. Oh, and speaking of Ian's, God, our thoughts are with you if you're in Florida or... Ian's, thereabouts my god ian's very sad about florida he didn't mean to yeah yeah my goodness oh my uh, and south carolina now too yeah, yeah yeah which is drew's entire family is oh, in no. florida and south carolina oh, no. i know they're okay they've been okay but yeah. you know it's just a scary time yeah our hearts yeah. are going out to everybody out there yeah and that's it oh and for people in the future ian was a horrible hurricane oh yes uh, that that is devastating the that east coast right now yeah hopefully isn't so notable that you've remembered its name right fingers crossed but what you should remember is this and its elegant functionality is only outdone by its real actual name the implantorama <laughs> the instructions are right there in the name i'm Gonna plant it, and then, ooh, Rama. <laughs> By the way, the makers want you to know this is an at-home coffee enema. Yes, the, sadly, the travel version has been banned by the TSA. More than three ounces. But while I know this product sounds universally appealing, they warn it's only for those who want to supercharge their detox and know what they're doing. In case it's unclear, what you're doing is butt-chugging a venti. Now, here's the deal. The Implantorama system can be yours for the low, low price of $135. So that extra cash can go from burning a hole in your pocket to just burning your hole. And... Wow! Not making this up. And if that's too steep, you can always get the beginner's pack a frappuccino and a turkey baster. <laughs> Unfortunately, the haters in the medical community came out of the woodwork calling coffee enemas dangerous with risks including colitis and inflammatory bowel disease and septicemia, an infection caused by bacteria in the blood. But hey, that's why you got those wellness stickers and frog venom. <laughs> These so-called doctors also say the enemas aren't technically necessary Because if you have a liver, your body is already getting rid of toxins. Yeah, okay, Mr. Science. But can my liver make me fart pumpkin spice? Hi, I'm Hal Loveland. And I'm Mark Gagliardi. And we're the hosts of We Got This with Mark and Hal, the weekly show where we settle the debates that are most important to you. That's right. What arguments are you and your friends having that you just can't settle? Apples or oranges? Marvel or DC? Fork versus spoon. Chocolate or vanilla? Best bagel. What's the best Disney song? We Got This with Mark and Hal. Every week on Maximum Fun, we do the arguing so you don't have to. Oh, all answers are final for all people for all time. We got this. Most game shows quiz contestants about topics they don't even care about. But for more than 100 episodes, the Go Fact Yourself podcast has asked celebrity guests trivia about topics they choose for themselves. And introduced them to some of their personal heroes along the way. Oh my gosh. Shut up. (laughs) Oh, I feel like I'm going to cry. Oh my stuff. 
It's so exciting. Join me, Jake Heath Van Stratton. And me, Helen Hong, along with guests like DJ Jazzy Jeff, Yardley Smith, Roxanne Gay, and so many more on the trivia game show podcast, Go Fact Yourself. Twice a month, every month on Maximum Fun. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Audience supported.